morning, everybody, and welcome to the live broadcast here at Christ Life Ministries. Still struggling with the app to <laughs> let it open. Uh, okay, so maybe in a few seconds. Um, la- yesterday we spoke about freedom that we have in Christ, and um, I believe it's just such an awesome idea. Uh, this, you know, the the idea that we spoke about. Yesterday, we are free from sin, but we are bound to Christ in opposition to the idea that we are free to sin uh, or bound to sin and free from Christ. So you are always bound to something and free from something else. Your yes to something means a no to something else. So the thing that you are bound to, you are free towards. Okay, so if I'm bound to Christ, I'm free towards Christ, but I'm free from everything that is not Christ. If I'm bound to sin, I'm free to sin, but I'm free from Christ. Okay, so Romans chapter 6 also says it, and we we, uh, read it yesterday, that you were free with regards to righteousness. Okay, and I don't want to be free from righteousness, (laughs) I want to I want to be free in God. I want to be free towards God. I want to be free uh to know him and to have full access to him. So uh, I just want to read this portion again in Romans 6. He says um I'm speaking verse 18 says I'm having been uh, and having been set free from sin which means you are set free from sin which is wonderful. You become the servants of righteousness, the slaves of righteousness, conformity to the divine will in thought, purpose, and action. I'm speaking in familiar human terms because of your natural limitations. For as you yielded your bodily members as servants to impurity, ever-increasing lawlessness, so now yield your bodily members once and for all as servants to righteousness, which leads to sanctification. Let me restart this app. All right. For when you were slaves of sin, you were free in regard to righteousness. But then what benefit did you get from the things of which you are now ashamed? None for the end is death. But now, since you have been set free from sin and have become slaves of God, you have your present reward in holiness and its end is eternal life. All right. Here we go. Now I have contact. Okay. Hello, everybody. Hello, Marietta and Paul Vesi. Hello, Janine. Good. Hello, everybody. <laughs> I couldn't get this thing open. Okay. Right. So, wages which sin pays is death, but the bountiful free gift of God is eternal life. So, freedom. We did discuss it at length yesterday. Free from something means you are free to something. And the thing that you are free to, you are also a slave to. So we are bond servants of Christ. Now, which brings me to what I want to talk about today. You are free towards him. So you have freedom of access. You have freedom of access. The uh, servant, I'm speaking now in terms of 
a servant in a house. A servant does not abide in the house forever, but the son abides forever. The servant only has limited access. He can come in, do his job, go out. Come in, do his job, go out. But the son abides. The son drapes himself over the couch and watches TV. The son raids the fridge. (laughs) The son does what he does in the house. Okay? Freedom of access. No limitations. He's a son in the house. To such an extent that he can tell the servants what to do. So are not the angels all ministering servants, says Hebrews chapter 1. Sent out to minister to those who are to inherit salvation, which is us, the sons. Right. So we have freedom of access toward God. So I just want to read a few scriptures of access, and I just want to just speak about this concept of having access. And it's something we have, we've actually talked about a lot. So I want to start in Zechariah chapter 3. So now we know the story. It was uh, Joshua the high priest and Satan accused him and God rebuked Satan. He said, it's not this the brand plucked out of the fire. And then he said to, uh, to the angels, you know, uh, remove the, the, put a clean turban on his head and give him, remove his filthy garments and give him a new garment. Okay. And then he says, and the angel of the Lord solemnly and earnestly protested and affirmed to Joshua saying, thus is the Lord, if you will walk in my ways and keep my charge. So walk in my ways, keep my charge. So hear and do what the Holy Spirit says. Hear and do the word. Hear and do the gospel. Okay, so it's the same today. Don't think that's just a law thing. If, if you will walk in my ways. So it's not something, a burden that he puts on you, you have to walk in his ways. No, it's a privilege that you get access to. Okay? So it's like getting access to the most amazing mentor ever that people would jump to to, to get to take this opportunity. Okay? It says, if you will walk in my ways and keep my charge, then also you shall rule my house. So which means this this means it has to have something to do with grace because Romans five seventeen. Yeah. Receive the abundance of grace, the free gift of righteousness. You will reign as a king in life. Okay. Then you shall also rule my house and have charge of my courts. So with other words, if you, if you hear and do, and you step into this life of walking in his ways. I'm speaking of walking in the way that he prepared for you. Walking in the in the works that he prearranged for you to do, Ephesians chapter 2. The way of God. I am the way, the truth, and the life. In, in the book of Acts, Christianity was called the way. So it's a supernatural way that you live. Walk in my ways. All right? So uh, let the wicked forsake his ways, and the unrighteous man his thoughts, and let him return to our God. And he will have love, pity, and mercy to him. 
you know, return to the Lord and to our God, for he will multiply to me his abundant partner. So uh, we need to walk in his ways. He says, for my ways are not your ways, and my thoughts are not your thoughts. So how do we walk in his way? We need to take his thoughts. How do we get his thoughts? Hear his word. Meditate on it day and night. Do his word. Hear his word. Meditate on it day and night. Do his word. Okay. With other words, in short, believe the gospel and do the gospel. Okay? He says, and I will give you access to my presence and places to walk among these who stand here. Speaking of those in the throne room, those in the secret place. So I've said this a couple of times in the last couple of months. It's like in my father's house, there are many dwelling places. So the father's house is an unseen temple. It's a secret place. So in there, there's many dwelling places. So he prepared place for us in there. But now once we enter and we're there, we become the dwelling place. In my father's house, there are many dwelling places. So if you are in the father's house, you become the dwelling place. Behold, the abode of God is with man. So God wants to dwell in his temple, and we are the temple of the Holy Ghost. But for that to happen, we need access to our temple, which is the Spirit. We need to abide in him, and he abides in us. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Okay, so if we have access, if we go into this place, the spiritual temple, we become on earth the dwelling place of God, the abode of God. Okay, so we need to use our access. Now, this is something I speak about regularly, but it's, I want you to understand this. You have freedom of access. He gives you access. You have freedom of access. The only thing keeping you out of there is you. But he says, if you will keep my charge, uh, uh, walk in my ways and keep my charge. Which means we, we need to amend certain ways that we think, certain ways that we speak, certain ways that we do. So we just read it in Romans 6. Since you have been set free from sin, so the first thing you need to think about differently, you need to believe you are set free from sin. You don't, you're not struggling with it. Believe it. You are set free. Okay? So what needs to change is the way you think about it. The way you think about the problem needs to change. Because the way you've been thinking about it is what's sustaining the problem. The more we try, the more we sustain the problem. The more we believe what he says, the more we have freedom to simply walk out of the prison and walk into the freedom which is his presence. Okay? So just walk out of the prison. If you find yourself in a prison, get out. The doors are open. Okay? Remember when uh, Paul and Silas was in prison? And at midnight, they started singing, you know, worshiping God. And the place was shaken. Imagine a worship service and the building shakes. And all the prison doors opened and the chains fell off of all the prisoners. <laughs> Imagine what. That's what 
worship does is it breaks people into freedom, out of their bondage, chains falling off. So the prison warden wanted to kill himself. He says, whoa, 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 stop, we're all, still, we're all still here. So he led him to Christ. Okay? So uh, Peter was sleeping like in the dungeon, in the center of everything with, you know, chains. And suddenly an angel w- wakes him up because some people were praying for him. Just taps him on his face. Tuk, tuk, tuk. Hey, wake up. Remember your coat. Remember your sandals. Come. Chains falling off. And the door swung open like a movie. Okay? And he just walked out. He just walked out of the prison. God set him free. So if God says you're free, believe it because God cannot lie. Even if you think you're in a prison, just walk out. So he walked out. He thought he was in a vision because it was too crazy. You know, he, he thought he was still sleepy. So um, when he stood in the city square, he realized, and the angel is gone. He's like, okay, this is real. <laughs> so he walked to the house. He, he knocked on the door, and there was this girl, Rhoda, that opened up the well, that heard him speak, and she freaked out so much she, she to tell everyone it's him that she forgot to open up the door. And they didn't want to believe it now. He's still in prison. It's like, really, it's him. So open up, there he is. Freedom by the Spirit. When we dwell there, nothing can keep us bound here. When we dwell there, and we believe what we see there, Nothing can keep us bound here. Okay? So we need to uh, amend the way we think. Stop being the victim. Oh, I was a victim because someone did this to me, and now I can't get free of it. I was a victim because this happened to me, and now I can't get free of it. I was, you know, someone violated me, or someone robbed me, or someone, whatever, even worse, whatever happened to you. Okay? So if you're going to be a victim in your mind, you built a prison of bondage in your own thinking. And that is the only thing that's keeping you in prison, in bondage. So the chains need to fall off of your mind. How's that going to happen? If you're going to walk in my ways, if you're going to keep my charge, I will give you access. So once you have access to my presence... That's the point. That's the freedom. You walk into his freedom. Into the secret place. That is freedom. Freedom towards him. You have free access towards him. All right? So, um, our thinking needs to change. We need to believe what he says. You have been set free from sin. All right? Okay, so... Where are we going to go now? All right, so on the way to where we're going to go now, Romans 8, I think 32 or 36 says, John 8 says, If the Son has set you free, you are free indeed. So will you believe him? Yeah, 36, John 8, 36. If the Son liberates you, makes you free men, then you are really and unquestionably free. Okay, okay. I want to go to Ephesians chapter 3. 
just want to focus on this one concept today. It's not rocket science, but it's something that we need to think upon, meditate on. Okay, so we touched on it before. Ephesians chapter 3 says, where did I touch on it? I think maybe Sunday at Williams Church. <laughs> if, you, if you heard that message, then we touched on it. If, if not, then this is new. <laughs> Romans 3 verse 10 says, The purpose is that through the church, the complicated, many-sided wisdom, doesn't mean it's complicated, you can't understand. It just means there's so much depth of variety in it. Okay? Uh, the many-sided wisdom of God in its, all its infinite variety and innumerable aspects might now be made known to the angelic rulers and authorities and powers in the heavenly sphere. So God is, God is going to change the heavenly sphere by revealing this, the mysteries through you. So you're going to have charge over his house. If you dwell in the heavenly sphere and from there make known what you see, it's even secret to those in the heavenly sphere. Even the angels long to look. All right? So God wants to make these things known, the King James says in verse 10, uh, to principalities and powers in heavenly places. So good and bad. God wants to reveal his wisdom through you, through the church. So we need to dwell there so he can dwell here and be made known. Easy. Verse 11, this is in accordance with the terms of the eternal and timeless purpose which he has realized and carried into effect in the person of Christ Jesus our Lord. In whom because of our faith in him. Okay. If you keep my charge, if you walk in my ways. Because of our faith in him. Faith in the word. We dare to have the boldness, courage, confidence of free access, unreserved approach to God with freedom without fear. Unreserved approach to God with freedom without fear. So I ask you not to lose heart. Okay, so you have total freedom to enter there anytime you like. Just okay, you have freedom of access. Not even Moses had freedom of access. Not even Elijah had freedom of access. Not Isaiah. None of the old people had freedom of access like you do. Yes, the God before whom I stand. Sure, Ezekiel. Okay, but it was not like it is now. The Spirit of the Lord came upon him. Jeremiah, the word of the Lord came to him. So it, 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 something had to happen in it. But us, we have freedom of access. So what are you doing with your freedom? Right? What are we accessing? If we just think um, people who are deprived and they get freedom of access, they freak out. Okay? So just, just look at Black Friday. Have you ever been in a big store in Black Friday? Yeah, we we just rather pay the higher prices. Fine. <laughs> People rip bags of chips apart. People freak out. They trample one another. Okay, they lose it. 
because there's just a little bit more access. They still actually pay money, but just less. Now imagine what's going to happen if a place like, you know, Hyperama or Pick and Pay Hyper or something says, okay, everybody, today everything's free. Can you imagine the carnage? So they can't do it. They, they can't do it. People will kill one another. Okay? <laughs> they have to limit it. But now here's God, and he's, gives, he's giving us all the riches of heaven. He says, you know, there's enough place for everybody. I prepared place. You're not going to trample one another. Everything's free. Come on in. And everyone is just like. And there's like three. <laughs> Do we know what we have access to? So we pray and pray and pray and pray for revival. We pray and pray and pray and pray for revival. But God says the doors are open. Just come. Listen, if you really come, you will be revival. And wherever you go, there will be revival. So we need to adjust our thinking. It's not in... Praying, 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 praying that God does something here. But it is in responding to what God has done, using our freedom towards Him, dwelling there, seeking out what is there, then we will experience what is already given. So imagine now we pray for the stuff to manifest while standing there. And we contend for it while in his presence. Imagine what life, imagine what power, imagine what revival we can have. Ministering towards people. You know? People are blind as bats. Okay? So the, the few who can see needs to really see. The few who can see needs to really go in and manifest something. Because only when they see it on you, they will respond and come. So if we want to touch this world, we need to first demonstrate something of the, of the unseen. So years ago, I think in about 2005, 2006, I think, God spoke to me. He said, people can't see me, but they can see you. And if you can see me, they will see me in you. And that stuck with me all this time. But they're not going to see him in me if I'm not with him. If I'm not using my access and going in there. Right, so uh, we have boldness of access. John chapter 10, verse 8. John chapter 10, verse 8. Verse 7. Jesus said again, I assure you, most solemnly, I tell you, I myself am the door for the sheep. All others who came as such before me are thieves and robbers, but the true sheep did not listen to and obey them. I am the door. Anyone who enters in through me will be saved. Brackets will live. If you enter in through him, you will live. What's the purpose of a door? Is the purpose of a door to be closed? Or is the purpose of a door to give access? Depends on how you think. Depends on who you are. If, you, if you're not supposed to be inside, the purpose of the door is to keep you out. If you're supposed to be inside, the purpose of a door is to get you in. <laughs> But he has said, I'll give you access. Who is the one that gets access? The one who 
does his word, keeps his charge, and walks in his ways. Okay? So what's the charge? Believe in the one whom God has sent. Believe in the cross. Believe in the blood, which is the door. Okay? So he says, I'm the door. Anyone who enters in through me will be saved. So you have to believe in the cross to enter in. He will come in and he will go out freely and will find pasture. The thieves come only the thief comes only in order to steal, kill, and destroy. I came that they may have and enjoy life, have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. I'm the good shepherd. Okay, so he gives us access to come into himself. And that saves us from death. The death that the thieves bring, thief brings. All right. So, Revelation, is it Revelation 4? It says, I turned around and I saw doors standing open in heaven. And I saw the throne in the midst of the throne, a lamb as he has been slain. So, the lamb is the open door. So, how do you get access through the open door? What is the open door? The crucified Christ, the lamb that was slain. That's what you see through the open door. If you can see the cross, you can see the door, you can see the way, you can see into the secret place, into the Holy of Holies. Okay, just to underline that, let's just go to Hebrews 10. So, it's all scriptures that we know, but it's good to meditate on this. Um, What is Hebrews? Hebrews chapter 10. Verse 19. Therefore, brethren, since we have full freedom and confidence to enter into the Holy of Holies by the power and virtue in the blood of Jesus, by this fresh new living way, which he initiated and dedicated and opened for us through the separating curtain, the veil of the Holy of Holies, that is through his flesh. So it means the way and the door is the cross. So keep his charge, the gospel, and walk in his ways, the gospel, the cross. So hear the gospel and do the gospel. Okay? And since we have such a great, wonderful priest, rules over the house of God, let us all come forward, draw near with true, honest, sincere hearts in unqualified assurance and absolute conviction engendered by faith. That leaning of the entire human personality on God, absolute trust uh, in his power, wisdom, and goodness. Having our hearts sprinkled and purified from a guilty, evil conscience and our bodies cleansed with pure water. So what happens when you use your access? This happens. Conscience cleansed. Bodies cleansed with pure water. You're sprinkled with the blood. So let us seize and hold fast and retain without wavering the hope we cherish and confess in our acknowledgement of it. For he who promised is reliable, sure, and faithful to his word. Man, this is awesome stuff. All right. So we have freedom of access. So we just, all we need to do is use our access. So, this is just basically part B of yesterday. But you are free from sin. 
you are free from all the flesh stuff if you have the spirit. Second Corinthians 3 verse 17, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Now the Lord is the spirit. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. This place is in the spirit. Your place, your place of freedom where you can dwell, where you can walk in his ways, is in the spirit, in Christ, which means the anointing. It's a spiritual place. It's the secret place. So you are free from the sin, but you are bond servants of Christ, the anointing. You are inseparable from him, forever chained to the freedom of Christ. You are free towards him. You are free in him. You have freedom of expression. Everything is free according to how he envisioned you and he made you. Okay? You are bound to that freedom. But you are free from the bondage of your own choice. The bondage, the bondage of your own mind without the spirit. The bondage of your own desires that's lower and fallen and animal-like without the spirit. Man, what a freedom to have the desires of the spirit activated in us. What a freedom to be moved with his love, Second Corinthians 5, 14. To be, to be consumed with his love and everything he wants you to do becomes this outflow of love, outflow of joy, outflow of desire. So your desires change when you really embrace the freedom that you have. So again, let's end where we started yesterday. Galatians 5. In this freedom, Christ has set us free. Freedom from the ritual, freedom from law, freedom from sin. Stand firm then in this freedom. And do not enslave yourself again by a yoke, putting on a yoke of bondage that you once put off. <laughs> all right so your freedom man you're free from all the rituals you don't need it you're free from sin you don't need the sin to fulfill you you got the holy ghost now but man you're free towards god and you have total freedom to the throne you have total freedom man we didn't even read hebrews 4 verse 15 but you have boldness you can come boldly to the throne of grace Total freedom of access. That's awesome. All right. So, uh, enjoy your freedom. <laughs> All right. So, there's, uh, there's Rob again. Hello, Rob. Bless you, man. And Afzal, bless you. And Cizwe and everyone else that didn't comment, may you just experience freedom like never before. We'll see you again tomorrow morning at 9. Have an awesome day. Amen.